you're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a review on a town where you live, or Kimi no Iru Machi, which Chris had actually reviewed a while back. Yes. But uh, we're back again to review it because, one, Andrew didn't watch it. Well, he watched like four episodes of it. Uh, but we got a uh, review copy from Nozomi Entertainment, uh, which is on Blu-ray, which they are selling that version of it. So they sent us a review copy, so we punched it in, took it, uh, gave it a watch, and uh, here's a review for it. Uh, but it ran for 12 episodes. It ran back in summer of 2013. Uh, it was done by Studio Gonzo, and it's based off of a 27-volume manga, which is completed. And uh, I believe, based off of what I'm reading, that this was based off of the what they call the Tokyo arc, which apparently, if you watch the show, and we'll give you explanation here in a bit, uh, there, this kind of takes place in multiple timelines, and most of this takes place in what apparently is supposed to be the most dramatic point of it, which is the Tokyo arc, uh, while calling on all the other particular points of the story. So, um, But yeah, this was uh, written by, or wrote by uh, Koji Seu, who, if you don't know who that is, that mangaka also did Suzuka and is now doing Fuka, which are actually on, I don't think Suzuka is, but I know Fuka and A Town Where You Live mangas are on Crunchyroll, so you can uh, check those out if you will. Uh, but I believe the A Town Where You Live is not completed, and I don't know if they're ever going to complete it. So that was kind of a disappointing thing. I was like, ah, I want to go read the manga now that I've watched this show, and, uh, and apparently it's not all there. So I could be wrong, but yeah. Uh, the genres are drama, fa- uh, romance, and slice of life. And A Town Where You Live takes place um, in Tokyo, uh, it follows this guy named, well, like, I guess technically when it starts out, it starts out in like a rural area with this guy named Haruto, who is born and raised in that area. Um, it's out in the sticks, and at some point, a f- a daughter of a friend of Haruto's father uh, comes to stay with them at their house, and uh, he's kind of embarrassed to have other people know that she's living there because there's all that thing about oh, there's a girl living with you, embarrassment kind of thing, or you kind of getting married kind of thing, or there's things happening between you two. Um, But over time, he kind of is helping her because she does seem a little bit clueless on certain things. He's taking care of her, getting her to school and back because she doesn't know the area, and she's from Tokyo. Um, But over time, it kind of leaps forward, and now it's in Tokyo, and Haruto, uh, Haruto is pursuing Yuzuka, who has returned back, at some point returned back to Tokyo, and uh, he loves her, so he wants to go there and confess his love to her, but then he comes to find out that she has a new boyfriend, and his name is Kyosuke, and he's a cool guy, and Haruto kind of meets him, and they befriend each other, and that's where the kind of the struggle comes as it comes into the story, which is pretty early on, probably about the, the fourth episode point, so I'd probably stop at that point. Um, but yeah, this essentially is a drama uh, romance type title uh, dealing with the relationships between these characters uh, there's kind of quickly forming a love triangle of one guy liking somebody but she's with somebody else and the difficulties that comes in that uh, showing the bonds of these characters in their past how they knew each other um, especially like I was talking about when they were in uh, high school and they knew each other at in the other town now in Tokyo meeting each other and trying to make amends or reconnect their relationships or so to speak. More, I, I hit more, most of them. more mature demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. not, not a, 
not a kiddie type show. This is a more adult type show. Yeah, this is the characters in a late uh, high school. And towards the middle point of the story, it kind of talks about the fact they're going off into college and which college they're going to go to. So they're just at that cusp of moving on to careers or moving on to college. So it's kind of a, some, I got a lot of vibes of uh, Golden Time with this show because it's in about the same area of time frame. Of course, Golden Time is straight into college. This one's kind of at that cusp of it. So. Yeah, the characters are a little more mature. They're thinking about, you know, their future relationships. They're thinking about uh, bonds that are going to last on. It's not just uh, flings and uh, child romance kind of stuff. This is actually getting more serious kind of stuff. Um, But yeah, this show, um, I I think I had the same impression as I did when when I watched the four episodes way back in 2013. Um, it, It definitely does start a little bit slow. It has a sense of... I kind of joked about it, saying that it's kind of like it's it's building the harem <laughs> right at the beginning. It's Haruto. He's coming to Tokyo. He's meeting all these girls, uh, meeting uh, a couple of guys that he uh, forms bonds with. But it just seems like it's kind of building up the, the, the cast, and it's pegging everybody around this main character. Um, and then, of course, like we kind of mentioned in our previous review, it was this at this certain point it it lays down this big this big huge sledgehammer on the story and says this is kind of the a major conflict that they're going to have to face really early on and it's really through that conflict that you get where everything else later is built on is as uh what is the character's going to do going from that point on uh how does it affect them how are they going to get over that that particular conflict and it, i i enjoyed that conflict it was definitely a different take on the usual story with a romance. Uh, it definitely handles a situation with a love triangle differently. Um, but it was really after that point going forward past that major conflict that I got really upset. I got really upset at the show. It, and I was, I was kind of talking to Chris afterwards. It's like, I don't, I, I assume that the writer's intent was to have this stress and have this, uh, this difficulty in the viewer to watch the show because it is very painful to watch. It is not a, this is not a fluffy show. <laughs> I, I made a joke because, uh, uh, right stuff had posted, Hey, this is, this is, uh, this is releasing and, uh, snuggle up in a blanket and, and relax and watch the show. And I'm, I'm going, I replied saying it's a trap. No. <laughs> and, and, and somebody was asking me like a trap, like in like Felix from ReZero or something. I'm like, no, like, or, or is it a money trap? I'm like, no, no, it's, it's a trap as in, it's not <laughs> a fluffy show. <laughs> Don't expect that. This is a show that really grinds your gears. It hits you in the stomach. It's, it's not nice. It's characters making mistakes and they're dealing with those mistakes. Sometimes, accepting that a mistake is going to happen and going with it because they feel that they have to do that mistake. And it it's troubling. It's very difficult to watch. And I, I struggled very much with it um, because, I like to be honest, I hate the main character. I think the main character, I wanted to punch him. He, he really upset me in the choices that he was making. Now, the choices he was making made sense to me. I understand the reasoning behind what he's doing but he's making really great mistakes that are affecting other people and he knows that but he's having to do it anyways and it upsets me so it's like for a for a writer to induce that much anger out of me it's not that it's a stupid story it's it's that that was a story it's telling and it's not a happy story i mean literally the ending i was not happy and i but it wasn't that i wasn't happy because i didn't like the writing was that i wasn't happy because 
life happens kind of thing. It's like, yeah. this is not a rosy story of, well, everybody's happy in the end and we march on and we're all joyous. No, it's it's a story about mistakes. It's regrets. It's it's dealing with circumstances that you cannot really, you can't dance around the subject. It's you you have to deal with the situation and go forward with it. And like I said, for the mangaka to create that much anger in me was just, I'm like, good job. But at the same time, I don't like you. <laughs> I well, really you would don't assume like that the the mangaka has gone through situations involving stuff like this because it was very very. It, the the thing is, no matter how you look at it, I the first time I watched it, I came away, I was absolutely blown away by this story, um, because the show this show had made made me go through so many emotions. And even the second time through, I definitely felt a lot of those emotions. Not as not as strongly as the first time I watched it, but definitely I was still feeling those emotions. And I still come away from it. I, I, I absolutely love this show. I, I think that it it has an ability to, to portray... Um, how do I put it? It's definitely... In particular, the th- the scenes that Andrew's talking about, I, I I was I was tied up in knots and I was getting sick just watching these particular scenes. I was having such a visceral reaction to these particular um, uh, things that were happening on the screen, and it was like, and and to me, it, I all I could do is just think, man, I I. I want to take you and 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 save you and protect you, <laughs> and and that's and that's the only way I can describe it. The the what I was seeing on the screen translated to me as this really horrible betrayal, but that was something that I loved about it is that it made me go through those emotions. And yeah, I was still kind of pulling for character X and Y and and what they were going through in the in the in the final scenes. I was still pulling for them, but yeah, I I I wanted to protect this other girl and what she was going through. And it and it all these emotions just jumbled up into this one entire long story. Um I see this the the way I look at it is yeah, it's it's this this perseverance story of going through like Andrew was saying, these life decisions that are made, they in 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 reaction to things that had already happened. It was always a, a a series of chain events that that moved on down through the road, and eventually those those decisions don't quite equal out what you really truly want. But when you when you deal with what you truly want, sometimes it's not all happy and roses and 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 you you all you can do is just follow your heart and do what you you think is going to make you happy in the long run. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of difficulty in the show, especially for people that may have read the manga, because it. I think the only downfall I give the show really is that there's a lot of characters that have uh, that are doing things that it seems like they're wanting to hit on, but they never really do hit on. Uh, I mean, I can easily say Rin. Rin was probably one of the characters that. Uh, this particular series, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming like you were saying that maybe the OVA covers it, but uh, it doesn't really explain why you you hear about how Ren's an evil sister back in the early parts of it, and then later on you have Ren who seems to be helping 
uh, a particular character out with their with their love interest. And it's like, well, where did where did that change happen? You can't really trust the character. Maybe it's one of those things where it's trying to make you not trust the character because you think there's an alternative motive. Um, but to have that kind of shift in her character didn't really make much sense. I still hate her guts, by the way. Um, and it's, it's decisions like that that really makes no sense. And uh, I also note that a lot of people were saying there's a particular when, when it concludes that there was a couple other scenes that was not included um, involving other characters reacting to what kind of concludes. And I think that would probably have been a very crucial thing. I It seems like they were trying to make this ending peachy, even though it was not a peachy ending. Um, I, I joked about it, but I was I was hoping to have some kind of uh, uh, school days kind of ending. If you've watched that show, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, because it was very, like I said, it was very upsetting what was happening. But like I said, I, I appreciate the writer was willing to do that. Because not all stories have to end with everybody walking off the un- sunset, holding hands and and singing carols. It's it's a it's a very realistic story where, like I said, life happens and it's not always Hollywood. It's never really Hollywood. So what do we, what are we talking about? Um, one of those kind of things that is kind of mixed with the show, in my opinion, is the visual style. I I think it looked good. It was definitely a good looking show. I, I think the only thing that I really have. Uh, that's probably going to be different for each person is probably uh, the choices and how they direct the uh, the angles in which they do the show. Because a lot of it's really close up. You're really close up on the characters. Um, I thought that they were doing that because it was going to be a really good way of portraying the emotions later. Uh, like I kind of talk about with Clonod. Clonod has really big eyes, and I think that was probably a choice because, well, of course, the, the visual novel was that style. It's the style of the character designer, but... The eyes are just like the portals into somebody's soul, and if you have a lot of emotion that's happening, having big, huge eyes just gives you that more increase. So maybe they were doing it with close-ups for that emotion. I never really had that feeling in the more emotional part, so I'm not sure what the choice was there. It didn't affect it, but at the same time, I noticed it early on. So, But it, it looked good. There was, a, there was a few backdrops that seemed like they were a little bit over simple, but overall, I think the show did a good job of giving I a think, setting for what I we think had. Visually, I absolutely love this show. I, I think it looks gorgeous from from one side to the other. I, I can't I can't think of any particular scene. One thing I do have to make a note of that, that seemed to stand out a lot more this particular time around was these steels that looked very, very watercolored. Now, they look gorgeous in themselves. However, um, they are very jarring. I, I don't know if you noticed that, at least to me, it, it, it seemed like you would have this beautiful animated scene and then all of a sudden it was this gorgeous They're still talking watercolor, yeah, watercolor yeah. picture yeah. of the character. So in one hand, I think it looks gorgeous. On the other hand, I do think it is kind of jarring because you're going from a, especially in the more emotional scenes where you're going through something that is really kind of hard to deal with and then suddenly you have this watercolor scene and... I, I don't know if that – it didn't seem to lend itself to the, the narrative as they were trying to portray it. So take that for what it is. Yeah. I also want to point out that sometimes it felt like it was rushed. It, like I said, I, I think a lot of the difficulty in telling the story was in the idea that you did have essentially three timelines. And it was trying to uh, take the crucial points from the other two timelines and fit it into the single timeline and have it – uh, coherent and like I said it felt rushed in certain areas trying to get all the information out and also at the same time trying to give the reasoning behind, behind certain characters like I said not having any kind of context to Ren 
or maybe not having enough context to Haruto and and Yuzuki uh, to merit some of the decisions later on the show. So there is difficulties in those kind of things, but I think overall, I didn't have a problem with understanding the story. Like I said, outside of Rin, I had no problem understanding the story. So if you do hear a lot of people talking about, oh, I'll go read the manga, that's fine and all. If you want to go read the manga, that's, that's perfectly fine. I think that, like I said, I want to go read the manga. Um, but I think if you hear that and people saying that you can't understand it, I understood I understood it and I have not read the manga. So there you go. I, I mean, you didn't have a problem with understanding it? Not this time around. <laughs> I, I seem to remember I had a problem with the three timelines the first time I watched it. Um, but I don't know that, that maybe that was just kind of a... Um, because at the time I felt like it was kind of just dropped in and wasn't really... Um, quite explained very well. I picked it up fairly quickly. It's not like, so maybe that's what it was. Is it just kind of felt dropped into it and it didn't really feel, um, but this time it doesn't matter. This time I felt like at least on the Blu-rays, it felt like it felt more natural the way they were laid out. So I don't know if there's a difference between the two. So take that information for what it is. It didn't feel like it anymore. So some warnings in here. Um, it does have mild nudity. It does have uh, mild sexual situ- uh, situations. It does have well, actually, it does have full on nudity with one of the characters, um, but it does have uh, mild suggestive sexual situations. So keep that in mind. Like we, like Chris was mentioning, it is kind of adult story. It is kind of hitting that cuffs of adults and is dealing with adults themes. So keep that in mind if you're if you're jumping in the show and you if you want to keep that stuff in check. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. Uh, like I said, though, just keep in mind coming into it that it's going to make you angry. It, it, it's a story that is uh, trying to evoke certain emotions, and I think it portrays it well enough. I, I enjoyed the story. Um, like I said, I hated the main character, but I, like I said, I, I stuck with it because I knew that the story was, it was a story that was worth kind of checking out. And like I said, it was not, it's not all rosy, so. I personally, I think that Herodo, I, 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 didn't care for him much but at the same time i thought he was a genuinely honest person and yes i know that that i know particular scenes half the show he was completely dishonest no he was not he he lied one time in the entire show nope he lied multiple times one time in the entire show (laughs) i can get into that with a spoiler discussion but they lied multiple times Um, but no i think that he was trying to do the right thing in a lot of situations and in in a lot of cases he felt like his hands were tied yeah main protagonist issue of kind of a ditherer problem you know you have he's easily manipulated that was a a difficulty in there too he's he's very manipulatable he's he's trying to do right by everybody and that ends up in a situation of no matter what you do the more and more you try to do the right thing the more and more you're going to hurt somebody yeah that's like i said it's a huge theme in it and the idea of trying to uh go after something that you know is is what you want but knowing full well that there's repercussions for it and do you rush through it and just go ah just take it or do you you know stand down or accept what you have kind of thing so and there's also another thing that I, I I kind of mentioned it last night when we were talking about it is the idea of sometimes when it comes to a relationship, sometimes you if things get cut off a certain way, you technically never get over a certain person. And and that's that's one of those difficult things is if you're not 
how if you don't have that closure sometimes when that person re-shows up sometimes it stirs up feelings that it it doesn't it it doesn't always work out in the right way and no matter what it's going to make things kind of difficult so just take that for what it is if you go into it uh, understand i personally i think herodo is kind of relatable in a lot of situations involving what what the story was being told i don't i don't think he did everything right but at the same time i don't think he did everything wrong either he did everything wrong (laughs) (laughs) but yeah suggestions uh like i mentioned earlier i had so many vibes of golden time watching this show it does have multiple timelines it has a jump from a rural area to a big city it has that kind of area between high school and college it's more adult relationship building. Um, it has old old love and new love conflicting with each other. So a lot of those things are similar. Um, I think between the two, I enjoyed what this story was telling more, but I enjoyed Golden Time more for the fact of the, like I was mentioning, the, the two selves that I think was a really cool little thing to dive into, the two psyches that Golden Time did. Um, but I enjoyed the comedy and the characters a lot more with, in a town where you live so and i had a lot of issues with the comedy in golden time so take that for what you will uh suzuka i have not watched i don't sure exactly how much i watched of that but i don't think i was hating it so it's from the same mangaka so check that out if you want that similar i know a lot of people say that there's a lot of similar writings between the two uh true tears is a good uh example check that one out uh, and I, I put Skull Days on my suggestion here because I want to watch it right now because of that ending. Uh, but yeah, that's that's suggestions. You have any other suggestions? Not off the top. I know those like Kimi, Kimi no Toroke and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure if those those have are any standard kind of romance. Sterile. It's not it's not really more in this realm. This realm is more of a drama. Although Kimi no Toroke does have drama elements in it, it's more a very very different feel as far as story telling is concerned so eh, yeah yeah community okay and and say i love you you can toss them on here as romances and drama about but they're not the same feel in any way shape or form yeah but yeah that's that that'll conclude there uh, we're gonna go into a conclusion uh song and then we're gonna do some spoiler talk i don't know how long it's gonna take but i just want to get some things off my chest so uh again this was a uh, review copy that was given to us by no two lies no i want to get to that <laughs> We got this review copy from Nozomi Entertainment. Again, it's available on Blu-ray. Uh, they have it on their site, so go check it out, uh, rightstuffanime.com. We appreciate them sending that review copy to us so that we can check it out and tell you guys about it, and we really enjoyed it. So, uh, But yeah, we're at otakuspirit.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, um, as well as our wonderful community in the forum links at the top, social media links on the right side, um, and all the rest of our reviews and the review button there, um, which uh, is, is getting packed. So check that out if you will. And we thank you all for listening, and y'all take care. おし君の手紙を読んだ終わったはずの午後にそれが全部嘘だと僕には分かったよ悲しい時でさえも笑ってしまう君を守ると言った言葉嘘にはしたくない
All right. Let's break this down. All right. The first... Uh, now, I'm talking... Okay, again, this is full-on spoilers okay, for I'm, A Town I'm Where You Live. I'm not talking... I, let me... Okay. Let me let me get this out here first. This is full on spoilers for a town where you live. So if you have not watched the series, uh, de- definitely don't listen after this point. So, anyways, what? I'm not talking being s- skirting the truth. Okay, that is a I, lie. I, skirting the I truth understand. is still a lie. I understand. If somebody I asks you something what... and you do not answer it for the sake that you know that it's a lie, it is still a I, lie. I, I can think of two flat out lies where he flat out said this is not what happened or this happened let, let, let's just the 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 carnival or or the fantasy land or whatever where no, he, he, he before said then it was before then hold on these are the two that i'm talking about the 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 carnival where he where she asked him if he went out with ren and he said no or and he said yes we went he, she dragged me all around which we both know that technically that's a lie because he should have said no I went with. You sound like with, you're. You sound Eva. like you're. You're uh, an experienced lie person trying to explain. No, the no, liar. no, 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 no. Okay, see, you're making him into this flat out liar from head to toe. That's all he ever did, and there was only yeah, two times that he flat out lied, and the one at the end where he was with Eva and and she caught him in the lie by because he said that he was not at home or he was at home and she knew he wasn't. Those are the only two times that he flat out lied. Anything else is pretty much skirting truths. Okay, Chris here is an apologist an apologist for Haruto and his his uh, cheating ways, but I <laughs> am completely ways. against the what he did for <laughs> against Asuka. Like I was telling Chris, is like I love the relationship of Haruto and Yuzuki. Technically, that is a childhood friend that actually worked in an anime. Childhood friends never win, uh, but technically, there's actually a more childhood friend, but that's in the manga stuff. So. Uh, but technically, in terms of this show, this is childhood friend, and it actually worked out, and that's it. Just never happens. Um, but when he got hit, I immediately. I just want to. I'm going to put this in order. When we watched the show, got to the point where it's about Kyosuke, and I'm like, man, this really does suck. I mean, this is a very tragic thing that's kind of here. It, it's a forced triangle that is just not going to end well. There's no way this is going to end well. Um, and it's like so funny to have the whole scene where they're walking with their n- nice suits going to see him. And it's like, he's dead. I mean, it's obviously they're, they're dressed for a funeral. Um, but it goes into this whole thing of uh, the moment that they said that they that he is now going out with Asuka. I, f- I literally facepalm. I'm like, we're doing this. The, we know who he's going to end up with in the end because of the intro. The intro bleeds Yuzuki. We know he's going to end up with Suzuki. So why are we? And we're so early in the story that this is not going to happen. This is not going to end well. Asuka is not going to be the winner, and then I know it because this is too early. But yeah, it went into this whole thing of yes, Ren is basically manipulating him, and the entire time he's never honest with Asuka, and it ends up creating this this distrust. It was the the group uh, the group dating party. He didn't tell her about Yuzuki. That's a lie. He should have told her about Yuzuki. That no, there is no way that you would see that as not being a thing you would need to tell her. Uh, after that, it's the the carnival. He basically said, "Yeah, I went around everywhere with Rin." No, you were with Yuzuki. And then after that, it was, "Hey, uh, where are you at right now? I'm, I'm doing nothing. I'm." I think he even said that he's just at home. No, that was a lie. He was out with Yuzuki, seeing the the fireworks. That's three right there, and I, I'm assuming if I watched it again, I could probably see a bunch more. Yes, it's it's things where he's trying to say things like he said with the the group dating. I didn't want to tell you because I I knew it would make you uncomfortable. 
yeah, I'm I'm jealous and it upsets me. I understand that whole thing, but yeah, at the same time, out, there's no telling this entire thing has been a long-running lie of him tasting something and keeping going after it when you have this person over here that's waiting for you faithfully. But he never but he th- that that's the thing. To me, it never felt like he was actually going after her. Yeah, I I agree. He was putting himself in bad situations. I'm not the disagreeing group date. with the group that. date. The group uh, now, date. Now, okay, now, let me let me. My group, my idea with the group date. He should never gone. When he seen Yuzuki, he should not gone. But he's seen her, and so he went with it. Then it turned to the thing with the carnival. He chose to walk away, and I was like, "Thank you." He's actually walking away. He understands this is not something he should be doing. But then he turned and seen her, and he pursued her. You can't tell me he wasn't pursuing her right at that point. It wasn't. He looked at her back and said, oh, that reminds me, the keychain. Crap. I don't know where the keychains are, so I should go with my ex-girlfriend to go get a keychain for my girlfriend I'm not, and not tell her that I'm with I'm my not, ex-girlfriend. But see, at the same time, <laughs> you already are there. I'm not saying no, – I'm, I'm not apologizing He's nowhere for him. Near he was it. wrong. I'm not saying he was right. Him going to – uh, going to his hometown. That was stupid. That was wrong more. too because he knew he, he was going to be there. He knew, yeah, exactly. He knew what that was going to do. But at the same time, maybe in his mind, he was making a, making the idea that I'm going to finalize this. I got to end this. Just like Yuzuki. Yuzuki was doing the same thing. She wanted to end <laughs> it. Let me give my ex-girlfriend a gift and sound and smile and glitter. Yeah, I've done That's it. A I've done idea. it, dude. Okay. That's a great idea. What they do, I bought it for her. I give it to her. What she does with it after, I mean, that's on her. I, but I gave it to her. That was my intention. I bought it for her. That's what it, it's hers. What she does with it is on her. I'm not going to go and sell it or throw it away, especially bad if decisions. I'm sorry. That's bad decisions. And it's what creates this, this divide that it eventually eats him up and, and, of course, destroys you. But see, I. But at the same time, you, there's there's no way of describing the kind of the kind of turmoil you get when you have this unclosed off uh, relationship, and he, their relationship was the definition of unclosed off. I mean, she her time stopped the second that Kyosuke died. Okay, she couldn't move forward. Haruto didn't want to push it. Because it was a it was a bad situation, no matter how you looked at it. Because the idea was that he was he was com- he was competing with Kyosuke for Eva's affection. Yeah, she, I, I was yeah, so mixed I, on I, a thing. I, I was so mixed on a thing. I was like, this is really stupid. But it it ended up I making it less it. uncomfortable. And that was exactly. Cool. I respected it more along the lines of him being honest to Kyosuke and saying, "Look, this is how I feel. The one that I came here for is Eva. I." I don't know how to make this better, and and I don't want you to feel, I don't want to make it uncomfortable if I do have a relationship after my after you pass, or if you do pass, whatever you, however you want to look at it. That was the best way of dealing with that situation. It, yeah, it sucks, and it sounds cold-hearted, because, I mean, even they were talking about it, the idea of, man, this, this situation really sucks. I love Ebba, but when it comes down to it, Kyosuke is going to die. I mean, how is the best way to deal with this? Tell her, no, I'm not going to pursue her. But that's not my true feelings. My true feelings is I want to be with her. At the same time, it really kind of sucks in on Ava's side because 
technically the way it was portrayed and i'm not gonna i can't say for sure that some kind of prize it it well no not that i was i was looking at it more along the lines of her relationship with kiosuke is it almost felt like she was being with him as a kind of a um sympathy type thing because no, i mean even I, he- I i can see partially but they did kind of get into the idea that she he was constantly pursuing her and then he was there for her when she was broken i've so seen that i agree some kind that's of that's why i'm saying it almost feels like it because there is there is grounding of her that but haruto was filled that same gap as well both of them filled that gap of she needed somebody to kind of lift her up when she was at her darkest when it came to how she dealt with Rin. And so both of them worked well as a as a lift up tool for for that, but at the same time Haruto was already she was already with Haruto when Kyosuke kept kept pr- pursuing her. So I mean, even he was doing wrong. He should have let it go at a, a long time before that. But at the same time, he wanted to be with Eba just as much as Haruto did. And that gives that respect, be- mutual respect between the two. Both of them see that she is something that is worth fighting for. Yeah. The ending. <laughs> I, 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 I struggle with that a lot because, like I said, I think it was, it was good in the idea that it was definitely bringing out emotion i think the writing was good in that it produced emotions um i was a little upset at the idea of oscar kind of turn around and saying if things don't work out with her you can come back to me and it's like that was a little bit cheap i did you completely like I said, miss I think, the last line i think it you know, you know i caught that but <laughs> she also said well and this could be a translation thing i don't know i'll be the first to dump you it wasn't necessarily i'll be the first to reject you i'll be the first mm. to dump you and again that might be mistranslation but it was still an idea of she just turned around and says everything's okay it was literally like it was trying to force a happy ending and and like i said i i looked a little bit into what people are saying about the manga and i really want to dive into it before we got to reviewing this but it talks about how it wasn't happy that was not a happy and of course it wasn't happy still in this anime but it seemed like they tried to force a happy in happy ending with this show but technically what apparently happens is his friends their friends tell them how nasty they are that they that they hate him because he did it to Asuka. Like, things blow up at this point, and we don't get to see any of it because it it closes off with... And I, apparently, I don't, I don't know if they were saying that Rin doesn't say it, but that they were saying that they chose instead to have Rin say it. That Rin was the only one in the show that turned around and said, what does it feel like to uh, ruin this girl's life? Or the Yuzuki said that her sister Rin said, asked her, how does it feel to ruin Asuka's life or something like that. But that was supposed to be a lot of other characters portraying that. And so it's like, I really want to get more into that because that was technically the thing that was kind of really cool about the, not cool, but it was powerful. And the ending is this idea of they made this decision. They told each other, this isn't the right choice or this is a bad thing. It's going to ruin people's lives, but we're going to do it together because we want to be together. This is, we want to be together. And I, I appreciate that. But at the same time, it was really screwed up. And it's funny because I would probably be more okay with it and be less upset if it didn't involve Asuka enough. Like, if he just cut it off with her early on and said, look, I can't stop thinking about this person. I, I, we need to stop this at this point. 
And like well, I said, I want to see more time, into their relationship you, because at the apparently same time, that's... you get the impression that she is pursuing him. It wasn't something. I mean, it was it was something that way back in their earlier relationships, she was kind of interested in him, and it sh- she showed interest in him. It wasn't until she was she seen that it was obvious that he was going after Ebba that she kind of backed off, and she even kind of it it. it always felt like if she was there and the second that she knew that uh that 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 Eba was going to stay with Kyosuke she was going to snatch Haruto up she wanted him it was it was very obvious but at the same time by going that i with that consideration then the idea of him going and <sighs> saying i still have feelings she already acknowledged that that's the that's that's the even the the reason why when she he went on the group date with eva she was jealous she could have cared less if he had went on the group date with anybody he she trusted him the problem was is that it was with eva eva made her uncomfortable because she knew he had feelings for her whether he wanted to admit to it or not yeah i know i lost my point because you interrupt me but it's okay that's that's really all i have though but like I said, I want I want to get more into the manga because I I want to see more of that that area where Asuka and Haruto first made the decision to get together, uh, getting into what Ren was all about, and uh, more into the the after story. Like I said, that was kind of not even touched on, but it was good stuff, and I I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, that's all I have though. Anything else spoiler related? I I. I seem to remember a scene involving Ren, and I told this to Andrew the other day, or last night when we were talking about it. I want to say that I remember seeing a scene where uh, Yuzuki was explaining to Haruto about Ren and how she hated her at first, and then at some point she... Now, this is OVA spoilers, by the way. I think. I don't know. I, I I remember this scene, but I don't know where it is in, in the entire show. And so it could be completely made up in Chris's head stuff. <laughs> it's for all I know. And then Ren, came, Ren changed her, uh, her stance on it. And this is because Andrew was like Andrew was saying earlier, he didn't understand her, her motivations. And I, and I said, I was waiting for this scene, but it never seemed to happen. And, and that was, Eba explaining to Haruto that that uh, Rin had changed her her attitude towards um, Yuzuki, and that the reason why was because she had felt bad for being so mean to Yuzuki at the first, and that was the reason why she was pushing them together at some point. So take there, care. Ha- there has to be some really strong reasoning behind that because <laughs> for this entire show, Rin really seemed like a like serious stalker with no life like she literally spends like her day and night waiting for him outside the building or like the whole thing where they went to the other town she's like running around her school it's like she'd never been there before but she's running around the school like she's got something to do there it's like girl get a life you really need to get a life you're cute i bet you can find something great uh and of course that was all that and that's another manga thing where you, you obviously see ren's shedding a tear when she turns around towards the end it's like you obviously know that she has some kind of affection for Oto and she was always teasing before, but it's like, where is this at? And where, where is the connection that she has with him? Where is this kind of feelings at? So 
Yeah, maybe it's through her flirtation that she gained some kind of love for him, and that was her final moment of giving away. So, Rin was personally for me, she was a very, very mixed bag for me. I, I like her mischievous nature, but at the same time, I do think that she meddles way too much. <laughs> <laughs> here, 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 here we go back to the har, uh, the uh, Haratard. I called him at some point. Uh, stupid decisions of the show of. Her going up to him and saying, well, let's test you, uh, test your resolve for Asuka by going out on a date to the carnival. And he's like, sure, I'll do that. It's like, you idiot. That You're, no, you're, you're not going to go on a date with a random girl while you have a girlfriend back at home to test your faith. It's like, you don't do that. Why? Sorry, you triggered, triggered another reminder. But yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, spoiler discussion of a town where you live. Um, And we thank you all for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, you all take care. Oos!